Welcome to Opinions Like Ales, everybody, your favorite pop culture podcast where we have opinions and most of them stink. My name is Michael Zampino. With me, as always, is Hilton Price. Thrilled to see how pursuing a, a, a life, uh, bringing others to the stage, mm-hmm. continues to benefit me. Okay. I dig it. Uh-huh. I'm excited. Uh-huh. Helping others helps yourself. Hosting? Hosting. No, MC I, work. I did the same last Coming weekend. to the stage. Yeah. Where were you? A cannabis event. At a cannabis event? Cannabis. Yeah, education event. Delightful stuff. Mm-hmm. Must have been a joy for you. I hear it's great. I'm excited tomorrow. Kane's Ballroom. Yeah, by the time y'all hear this, I'll have already done it. But the nude art show's gonna be here. Yeah. I'm excited. That's good stuff. But that's not why we're here today. It's not why we're here today. Why are we here today? Because uh, opinions are like a-holes. <laughs> good one. We have a guest again this week. Woo! Uh, pleased to welcome uh, Ryan Howell to the show. Ryan, hey, man. Well, Surprise. hello. You I'm haven't been here yet. I'm also very excited to be here. You should be. Oh this my is God. a great show. Thrilled to have you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Uh, <laughs> Of course, uh, Ryan, how it uh, feels like you're you've got fingers in so many different events, so many holes. Uh, yeah, that's why so, I didn't, so I didn't holes, rattle so off holes. a list of, uh, of of credits. Yeah, because uh, I figured we'll get into it. Yeah. Uh, why are you here? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, let's start existential. There's not yeah, not 43 even. Forty three years ago, mm-hmm. there Ramen, was a hole. There was a lady <laughs> and a and a, and a man, oh, and they right. had some drinks. I, I, I'm regretting this already. Some they were drinks. at a Jimmy Buffett concert. <laughs> who 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 didn't? Didn't come to this world thanks to the beauty of a Jimmy Buffett concert. Oh, God, I hope I didn't. Frankly, the shirt you're wearing could be a Jimmy Buffett concert. You know what? Look, I don't need that in my life. I, listen, I don't. you're the man that put on that shirt. Is that Scotty Dogs on surfboards? Corgis. It's, it's Corgis. Corgis on surfboards. Corgis on surfboards. Uh, and, I, and I reject the Jimmy Buffett statement. It, it needs more palm trees to be a Buffett shirt. It's that's, not a Tommy Bahama, okay? That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> also, it fits correctly. So uh, it does. That's it another. Like, yeah, you look it sharp. looks nice. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, you should MC at some cannabis events. I you should. That's yeah, a good yeah. idea. Uh, That's a consider good me idea. a free agent. Free agent. Um, exciting news. Yes. Uh, please share with us uh, the the return of of a much beloved event. Yes. Yeah, in in the in this town in September uh, that uh, got derailed by a global pandemic, much Whoopsie. like everything else. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit. Well, if you're fans of comedy in Tulsa or actually kind of around the United States, you might be aware of the Blue Well Comedy Festival right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's making its comeback the last weekend in August, August 26th and 27th and 28th. All so right. we're excited to bring that back. We'll be announcing headliners soon. Um, very excited about our headliners and our lineups and all of our fly-in talent and Right now, we're open. We have comic submissions open through July 1st. So Okay. Yeah. And where can they submit? BlueWellComedyFest.com. BlueWellComedyFest.com. Communication. And this will be, I believe, the seventh year for the festival. Uh, you know, of course, with the break for the pandemic. Yep. Those two years, they, they almost don't count. It's like, it, a, it's like the blip. It's, it is the blip, yeah. It's, it's the real we world had a, blip. We had a blip. Yeah. yeah, it is the seventh Tell year. Tell your computer to shut up. Quiet, computer. <laughs> Seventh year of the event, and it's a really, really cool event because unlike like a lot of festivals out there, Blue Oak Comedy Festival is actually a true nonprofit festival. It's ran and produced by um, Guthrie Green, which is a nonprofit organization. And so it, it's, it's really cool for the community, and we focus on just getting local comics exposure to national talent. Yeah. Awesome. And, and you, you always do have some fantastic national talent. There's been... Fantastic headliners uh, taking the stage at the Blue Whale Festival for years. And and it's been, as a comedian who's had the chance to perform there, it's been great to get to talk to them during, after the show, in, in, in the, the the backstage areas, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the green rooms, as it were, and, and get to not only have a little fun and just BS with them, but also to ask them questions about what it's like to come up. You know, how did they deal with this? You know, and, and, and some of the people that I've had a chance to, to chat with, it's just... Uh, an experience like no other. So, mm-hmm. so for any fellow comics that are listening, if you haven't applied to the festival, highly encourage it. Uh, and this year, I think you might might have the cheapest application fee yet. Yeah, absolutely. It's we, only like we, ten bucks through yeah, June. And we did that because we specifically wanted people to be a part of the festival. We want to try and get as many people in as possible. And we're actually doing a thing. If you're a local comic, you can actually sign up to volunteer, mm-hmm. and then we'll waive that submission fee. So. You know, we know everybody's coming out of COVID. Everybody's trying to figure things out, and mm-hmm. you know, money's tight. And so, 
we're a nonprofit festival, so we're just trying to work on it. We already have something like 75 submissions in so far. Oh, so, that's fantastic. Yeah, it. I don't think we'll get up to the last year when we did this in 2019, we had 650 submissions. God damn. For your sake, I yeah. hope you don't have that again. <laughs> I mean, I tell you what, like just watching those five-minute clips for, I mean, 655-minute clips, that's, I mean, that took like a month of time. I. That is terrifying yeah i yeah. i don't know that i would ever do that again i would do that once i'd be like you know what maybe festival planning isn't for me that's 3250 minutes that yeah what that's, is that divided by yeah. uh 60 yeah how many hours are we looking like, at like a fuck ton 50 54.16 <laughs> 54.16 for, for the record i think the average time to make a quality 10 minute youtube video is considered to be about 45 yeah. hours that's so uh, you over could, you two could, days, you could make your own content in that yeah. time. Yeah, um, you really could. And yeah. I wish, and it, it it is fun to like see comics because we get right now about sixty percent of the people that have submitted are from outside of Tulsa. You know, they're. they're I was going to say because there's only the about place. like thirty comics in this town, so right that's now, yeah. it's already blown that number out of the water. <laughs> but yeah, sure. so it's it's really cool to see what standups are doing in other places, and you know, like not the big talent, but like all the local guys, and they're just trying to get exposure, get you know get out there and, and, and try things. And so, you know, we're going to have a lot of people come into town for this event, um, you know, and so it's going to be really fun. Well, and one of the other things that, uh, you know, we often take for granted as, as comics doing, doing a, sh a festival like that is um, the amount of credits you get to add to your resume, you know? Uh, I mean, I added uh, uh, Nick Thune, Chris Cubis, Flula Borg. Uh, mm -hmm. All those were added to my credits because of doing the Blue Whale. Yeah, um, and those are big names. So you, I like that you name dropped. I was like, I was like, I got to meet some cool comics, and then didn't say anybody because I ain't trying to call anyone out. You're like, no, y'all, y'all remember me? I mean, it just I was you, you were my stage. guy. I was there. I like that. I like that that confidence, that and boldness. It, I mean, it just goes to show, like the Dig it. it's that's the truth. You know, yeah. I mean, like I I opened for those people yeah. And yeah. because of Blue Whale Comedy Festival. Well, and that's yeah, and that's what it is. Is is, is those connections are what open a door for you to show the quality that you can bring to the stage. Correct. It, it, and, and then hopefully down the road, there's going to be a young comic who's like, yeah, I opened for Michael Zampino, and now I'm going to get my shot. Exactly. And that's kind of cool. It's, yeah, it's, it's it the, is rad. The it circle really of cool. comedy life. And w the festival itself actually has, I don't, it's had a really good track record of like finding some comics that are, you know, national talent, but they're still up and coming. Yeah. And then they blow up. Like Nick Thune, yep. when we got him, like he wasn't really a household name at that time. Right. And then like, you then, know, he, then he goes getting the TV yeah. shows and such. Yeah, and the same thing with um, uh, Nikki Slazer. Nikki Glazier. Nikki Glazier. Yeah. Why did I say yeah, Glazier? she got a fucking uh, reality that? show now. Yeah, one of the ones I got to open she, up for. That's right. Yeah, you got to, oh, yeah. yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. So and just like if you look at back all the names we've had, it's like yeah. it's like we're getting them right at the right time. Right. So, Nicole Byer. Yeah. And, oh yeah. 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 That was a great get. Yeah, um, great, so. uh, Sam J was another one that I yep. never heard of, and then I just keep seeing her since then. Yep, true, yep. true. Yeah, so we've just had so many such great talent on there. It's just been, I've been impressed, and so I hope that you know this year we're coming out of it. We've got a couple of big headliners we're excited about, nice. and uh, we're just we're probably going to announce around June one if we can get the contract signed. Now I don't okay. know, so. I don't know if you can say anything on this, but and without saying any names. You and I discussed a potential name a few weeks back when I saw you at the, the uh, Brian Bizjack's roast show. Mm, yeah. Is that still on the table, or has that moved on? I don't know. Oh, if that remember. one moved on. That's was okay. That, That's okay. Who, juicy, right. what, juicy. What, was that a tell? Yes, yes, it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, okay. A tell. He took a different show. That's a shame. Um, but but know. but I'm I, but just means space now for other fantastic. But comics. just just to let you know, we were we were um, like. Two and a half dollars away from getting a David Talented, you know, for to, you know to headline one of the nights, and it didn't happen. But dang, I got two fifty. Yeah, I would have loaned you the money. Don't you go get that comedian no true fifty. We were in real good contract negotiations, but if you recognize that name, you'll recognize you got other headliners, and that's always been what it is. You guys always announce the headliners, and and on all of us who are fans of comedy, as as of course you know, trying to become professionals ourselves. We, we go, oh, holy shit, you see who's going to be there? And that's what's fun about it. it, it it's, these are these big-name talents coming to our hometown for a chance where I'm going to get to interact with them, you know, whether it's as a fan, as a volunteer, or, you know, for the lucky folks that get chosen to be a part of the show. Correct. It's awesome. Uh, you know what else is fun? What is? The after parties. <laughs> 
The last one that happened, yeah, I had a very good time. It was uh, 99, or no, not 99. Jesus 1999, 20, 23 years ago. 2019. You were young It was yeah. the night of my 20-year reunion. That's why I was at uh, ni- 99 on the mind. Okay. So it was the night the that mind. my high school reunion was happening. Yeah. And I remember thinking, ah, oh, shit, should I go to my 20-year reunion, or should I go to the Blue Whale and go to the after party? And I went to the Blue Whale, and I went to the after party, and I ended up eating uh, s- uh, some hallucinogens and uh, <laughs> had a blast. A good time. Had a real blast. And uh, while the high school reunion looked kind of fun, it wasn't that fun. I, I made the right choice. Yeah, yeah. Have you been to a high school No reunion? regrets. Right? No, I haven't. You know, I, mean, I, I went have... to four different high schools. So it doesn't really fucking matter. I was going to say, you're <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck about any of these people. Well, well, let me let me ask you about that. Where did you I go have to two high school? school. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. Were you, were you... Uh, all over. So I went to Coweta okay. from Tulsa. You know that place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then I went to Brewer High School down in Texas. Okay. Uh, then I went to Ardmore uh, to finish off. So that nice. was three. Okay. Did I say four? Well, okay, it was three. So, but I mean, it was like That's every cool. year. I was always the new kid. Yeah. It was cool. I finished, I graduated high school. FNG. Yeah. I remember, <laughs> so I was down in Texas, and I came, we moved up to Coweta, and I was like a skateboard punk, you know, okay. like like hair down to my butt. Oh, I love yeah. it. Like a, like a dog chain for a wallet chain, you know? Yep. Just amazing stuff. I looked, I looked fucking phenomenal. Hell yeah. <laughs> but I show up to Very Coweta cool. High we School. We definitely would have been friends. Yeah. I, I show up to Coweta High School, you know, yeah. like. There's 60 what kids. What class were you? Uh, 97. Okay. And, you know, there's like 60 kids in each graduating class. And, like, the first day I walk in the, 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 the high school, the principal, like, sees me and just, like, beelines for me. And he's like, who are you? And I'm like, I'm the new kid. And he's like, we're going to need to get you some Carhartt yeah, real quick. Like, he was like, this ain't happening. You're taking off that wallet. You're cutting that hair, like, all of this stuff. And I was uh, like, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm this not doing Public school, you didn't fuck right off. Yeah, yeah. But he he took my wallet chain, and he, he goes, are you a member of that gang that's running around here? And I was like, dude. The, the, yeah, they were called the picket fences. I don't Ooh, know. No, yeah. that sounds no, I, yeah. very not threatening. Right? Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. I was like, yeah, white. Their, their gang sign is, "Hey, stay off the grass." Picket, <laughs> if I'm not, picket fences was the name of a heartwarming drama on it was. CBS oh, for like a dozen seasons. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, yeah. No. So rough and tumble, clearly. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> street toughs. That was cool. And then I ended up like founding the chess club, and I was like nice. on the quiz bowl team, and like just like. Really, really, uh, you know, uh, went the opposite direction from the picket fences gang. That yeah, was existing out picket there. fences. Yeah. That's wild to me that there would be a gang. What are we going to call ourselves? <laughs> and after I don't know how long of deliberating, they got to picket fences. <laughs> and I was like, that sounds tough as nails, bro. Yeah. I would impale your ass on my picket fence. Yeah, like that wooden fence. I mean, we <laughs> we know that the hard consonants have power in language. Like we know that as common. Sure. So maybe it's, this was a little more literary than we were realizing. Maybe they were uh, they were just just fans of strong language. You know, mm. maybe maybe picket, picket fence means picket something fence. in slang that we don't know about. Fencing, of course, also a term for um, what is it? Uh, um, Fencing, it's like something you can do with like Sword stolen goods, like stolen oh. goods, right? You can fence stolen goods. So Shut up, really? Yeah, yeah, when you're fencing, like a fencing officer. I've never yeah. heard of that in my life. I'm gonna look that up. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. it's true though. It sounds I made up. Him. I believe him. Though. I believe him. Yeah, believe all Hiltons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. hashtag believe all Hiltons. Uh, a fence, also known as a receiver, mover, or moving man, is an individual who knowingly buys stolen goods in order to later resell them. Look for up profit. picket fences slang and see if that is anything. Oh yeah. Or gang, picket fences gang. Oh, the white, white fence. fence. Oh, the white fence is a prom- predominantly Mexican American street gang. Well, I'm sure with that your was Boyle Heights, East <laughs> LA. Yeah, no, that's East LA, huh? And I'm sure with your long hair, you you clearly look like a member of a Mexican American street uh, gang. Um, uh, okay, so maybe not. Yeah, okay, now no no now that. change it to picket fences slang and see if see if that if anything comes up. And sorry for your searches. No, you're fine. Picket fence, <laughs> Urban Dictionary. Um, oh, shit. 
Oh, this really bad orthodontic. <laughs> bad, bad teeth. Bad teeth. That fucking makes sense. That makes sense. The the example. Oh, she was a babe until she opened her mouth and showed me her picket fence. Synonyms: British teeth. That's pretty rough. Yeah, that's, Urban Dictionary. That's mean, dude. That is rough. Also, synonym: mouth of horrors. Mouth of horrors. Come on, that's now. Terrifying. Now that makes that makes sense for Kawita. I see that. <laughs> I got myself a just little picket fence situation going on yeah. down at the bottom. It's all good though. Yeah, little, little picket <laughs> fences. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man. Uh, speaking of, uh, we were talking about comedy, and uh, we just watched oh, a great yeah. trailer. Uh, for, and I believe it drops today. Today, as we're May recording. 20th. This, May exactly. 20th. Yep. Um, I'm super excited for this. I know you are as well. Yeah. Uh, George Carlin, American Dream, uh, directed by Judd Apatow. Mm-hmm. Apatow. 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 This is a real Lithgow, Ap- Lithgow Apatow. situation. Apatow. I'm going to say Apatow, Apatow because it's Lithgow. Apatow. Right? John Lithgow? Mm, yeah, Apatow, so I would say Apatow. Apatow. Like, tow it. Apatow. Potato, just potato, potato potato. <laughs> potato, potato. Potato. Uh, Nelly Furtado is uh, directing <laughs> George Carlin, American I'm like Dream. A <laughs> I'm like a man oh, and I tell way. jokes. I'm like George Carlin. He's a really funny dead guy. Uh, George Carlin was the first comedian that I ever remember, like, looking for his specials. Yeah. And awaiting new ones. Um, when I was really little, I remember liking Louis Anderson and Howie Mandel, like, watching their stand-up because, like, they had, like, you know, somewhat family, like, you know, PG-rated stuff that you could watch as a kid and your parents wouldn't get pissed. Um, but then as soon as I got old enough to, you know, be like, oh, I, I like stuff on the edge you know and i found george carlin it was like okay now this is the comedy that i'm into this is what i like uh one of the best at 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 making comedy about teaching us about uh sharing lessons that he'd learned about life i i he was one of the first for me anyway who taught me that comedy was more than about being silly being Mm -hmm. goofy and just chuckles it was it was also here to make you think to open your eyes and it could be both yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? And it can bounce back and forth. But yeah. it, it's that there was room for that. That it was, mm-hmm. he was, you know, and 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 uh, in in my generation coming up, it, it pushed me later on to Bill Hicks, uh, to a lesser degree David Cross. But that idea that this could that your politics, that your worldview, that mm-hmm. your um, philosophy could be yep. intertwined with the laughs, as well as silly shit like uh, why is it every time you're in a room. And the conversation dies down. It's always when you're yelling something like, yeah, I know. And that's why I'm going to get my testicles laminated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I fucking love it, man. George, or, uh, or silly bits like like the stuff bit. You know, like oh, when yeah. you go to someone's house and that's all their stuff. So you got no place for your you gotta stuff. Have, yeah, you got you to gotta get a bigger house so you can get more stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. And how come their stuff is shit and your shit is stuff? That's you know? right. It's, it's, he, he could do all of it effortlessly. You said you got to see Carl on live. I did, yeah. I got to see Carlin live in like uh, 2001 or two, and I was in college at the time. Like I was probably like a junior in college, and my buddy and I did one. Nice of and impressionable. Mid, yeah, nice and impressionable. We did one of those midnight runs out to Vegas for the weekend. Right on. It's like, oh, let's go see Carlin, you know. And like he was the first comic I paid to see nice. in my life, and uh, and I was blown away by his show. I felt like. I was like, like Hilton was saying, I felt like I was just going to like a lecture that was blowing my mind. But waking, also making you Waking laugh. me up to social justices and things that I never really experienced before. And, you know, the, his style of comedy um, was just uh, incredible. And you mentioned he made, it, he made it look effortlessly. I saw a really great, and I hope his, his daughter's in this documentary, because she talked at length about how her father's writing process and what he would go through. And he would write all the time. Like, he carried notebooks with him everywhere he went. And he would sit there, like, on planes, flying between gigs, and just write pages and pages and pages of notes and just think about jokes and, and rework them and do that. And so he put, you know, eight hours a day into writing a 30-second joke. Full-time which, job. You know, yeah. It's it's hard. Yeah. Well, and, and, and you know, as each of us have been on stage for, for several years, um, uh, and we can all speak to the challenge that is there writing at all is difficult and, oh, and and 
Fighting between that... Unbelievably hard. It's the right. hardest part. Fighting between the idea of wanting to be inspired and, and, and knowing that sometimes that's not going to happen, so you just have to get out there and, and find that inspiration. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to, just for, to write for a few minutes for us has got to be a challenge. So to think that he did this for hours and he had that discipline, it's you see why he was one of the greatest. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it, he's talented. He was gifted. We were blessed to have him. And all these abstract ideas... But the man also put in the work, and that's yeah, great. Yeah. yeah, you can also put in all that work, but if you're not, you know, if you're not a smart man, you're not you're not coming out with these same end results. No, so. it's got to be it's got to be both. Yeah, it's got to. So if you're listening right now and you're like, I'm putting in the work, and the thing but is, I'm bad. but yeah. I'm also very dumb. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen some real dumb motherfuckers putting in some work. Uh, but you know, the thing is, we we talked about how like when we saw him, like I got to see him in '99 at. Uh, What's now Tulsa Theater was Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, he was well established as the guy who who is going to tell you about uh, uh, social issues and all these different things. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we're reminded in the in the trailer for this documentary that 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 was like the third incarnation of his career. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he had already that was the third carlin style that you know what i mean or 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 fourth however many times he'd sort of reinvented himself and as they say in the documentary sort of reinvented comedy different ways yeah um and made it all work you know like he was the hippy dippy weatherman mm-hmm. you know and then it was the seven words you can't say on television um you know and then he and then it uh you know then the, the movies and cocaine and all that stuff and then then his reemergence in the 90s and then more movies and Exactly. Yeah, it, well, those of us that came up and saw him in the 90s, you know, we all met, we're all in our, our early 40s. And, and the. Uh, I'm a man. I'm 40. You too. I got 10 sure. days left of that. That's that's it? But 10 that, days. Do, do, is there one where he says he's 41 or anything? No, nah, man. Still a man. I'm 41 now. <laughs> wait, hold on. Wait, ready? I'm a man. I'm 40. One. one. <laughs> all right, yeah. <laughs> Fixed it. All right, Fixed we got it. that. That's good. <laughs> You know, maybe if we can we get him as a guest, and then maybe at the end we'll just be like, "Hey, hey, hey, buddy, will you will you do a?" F- I'm 41. Gundy, <laughs> can I get Still can I man. get can I get a clean take of you yelling different numbers, just 40 through 68? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that way I can have one for every year. <laughs> but you know, uh, all, uh, young 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 men like us in our 40s, we <laughs> got to enjoy that third phase of Carlin, that 90s into the 2000s Carlin, which I think is also. Interesting because um, not only because we may not have necessarily known right away how he went through phases, how he reinvented himself, how he reinvented comedy along the way, but we also kind of got to see, and, and it's it's not it's not great, but we kind of got to see a little bit of the decline toward mm-hmm. the end where Carlin went through a phase where his his anger and his frustration seemed to outweigh the humor in his final few specials, and we start to see where. You know, something that I think a lot of comics probably deal with, where when we, we touch on issues that we hope we're bringing some light to, in the end, they are just jokes. They are just short-form performances. And, and, and the change may not necessarily happen in our lifetimes, the mm-hmm. things we hope to see different. And for a man like Carlin, who was passionate about society and the struggles we were having and the things we weren't seeing that could have that were keeping us from the light, as mm-hmm. it were, you could see his frustration in his final years on oh, stage. Oh, absolutely. And, and there was a while where I struggled with that, and I would just kind of write it off as, oh, Carlin, he wasn't as good in those final few specials. It's not that he wasn't as good. It's that he was also seeing what wasn't happening. And, and, and you know, a lot of us are in that place right now. You know, I, I, I joke on stage about how, as a Gen Xer, we thought we solved racism 20 years ago, you know, and, and we so didn't. No. And it's... It's tough for people to see how slow progress happens. It's true, and that's um, there's a lesson there too. And I don't mean to be a downer. But. Yeah. Well, you know what I always say. This is the America that I know and love. <laughs> she's so eloquent. <laughs> she's she's really she's a real. I'm glad she's a public. Speaker. Hey, did you hear the good news? Uh, the, I, I did. That the Republican uh, pack that took out Madison Cawthorn is now going after Lauren Boebert. Are they really? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, they actually came out and said, "I think we're gonna enter this Lauren Boebert race and fuck her shit up because she deserves it." I'm excited about uh, once uh, not to get political on the show here, but once after Cawthorn was uh, voted out, he tweeted about that dark MAGA 
needs oh, to yeah. rise up. Yeah. I'm excited for dark. Dark MAGA. I'm sure they don't love that term. I'm assuming. They don't like anything dark. I'm assuming it's like the Batman who laughs. It's a it's a it's an alternate version of, of a hero in a justice league. Oh, like comic. a bizarro. Yeah, yeah, like a bizarro exactly. So Bizarro MAGA. I don't know. So what, they're for healthcare, they lo- they're yeah, they're right they're yeah. pro choice. Yeah, maybe a little gay. Oh, yeah, probably yeah. super gay. Dark MAGA's gotta be a little gay, right? Well, considering how anti gay regular MAGA is, that dark just, MAGA's gotta be like yeah. the gayest. They get you super gay. Although, you know, sometimes you think uh, the lady doth protest too much situation with some of these people. Yeah, you know, maybe. like like maybe 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 you're a little maybe you're a little gay. That's why you, you seem to hate it so much. Maybe, what maybe, what maybe I'm saying, you're a little, maybe you're a little gay. <laughs> what I'm saying is, if a comic book publisher is not working on putting out a dark maga book, I, you will take For all real. my money. Somebody's got to be on that. Yeah, TM, that TM 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 TM. Please. <laughs> dark maga <laughs> comics. Speaking yeah. of comics, She Hulk's coming to TV. Is it just me, or did the CGI look bad? It looked bad. Bad, right? I bad. Right I, everyone is saying that online, too. And here's the deal. It's not done. C- CGI houses work pretty much up until release. Oh, really? So we're... we're the, the f- I would not have released this trailer. Well, they had to release something. It's coming out in, like, two months. I would have gone with the route of, like, you'll see it when you see it, motherfucker. Yeah. I, what part of the CGI did you guys think looked so bad? All the, of it. Well, the woman every time, bad. Yeah, yeah, every time She-Hulk she was on screen, it looked bad. I didn't yeah. think it was that bad. Oh, man. Maybe, I, maybe I thought I'm it just, looked terrible. Maybe like, I'm just used to the uncanny the mov- valley the movements were The movements were, were slow and and uh, and very computer-like. Uh, yeah. the, the movement of the hair like looked like a video game. Which yeah. is interesting because He-Hulk like pretty good. He Hulk. He Hulk. <laughs> we should totally be calling him that from this moment He-Hulk forward. Pretty good. Uh, she Hulk was definitely, definitely. I. Uh, I was like, why didn't they just paint her green? I but, don't understand. I feel like you could have done that with makeup. But so, but besides the CGI, because again, that's we're not looking at the final version of that. What'd you guys think of the the story? Like, because I thought it was the funniest trailer that we've seen for a Disney Plus show yet. I didn't hear anything they were saying. Yeah. Because I could only pay attention to the bad CGI. Okay. I'm so not kidding. So you're terrible at watching things. No, so. no, no. No, no, no. I'm saying that it took me so out of it that I realized after it was over that I didn't really catch any of the things that I had watched. So, so but, but basically, <laughs> what I got from the trailer was somehow, and I didn't understand how She-Hulk became a Hulk, but like what that storyline is. Traditionally, and they don't say it, but they traditionally it. it's a blood transfusion. It's a blood transfusion. They're related. But, he he calls her cuz. I don't know if you caught it. Oh, I know okay. you didn't, Mike. But I he, did not. The uh she's his cousin and and uh, back in comics and again, I, I don't know how I did catch the part I, where I, they I, said something about you're, family. You're done. You didn't watch it. We're done with you. You shut your mouth. <laughs> Cuz that almost I'll made it look you. like they were married somehow or something. I was like this is weird. No, cousins, family. Cousins. Okay, okay. And uh, and in the comic she had some kind of injury or something and needed a blood transfusion and he was the best and most available match because of their relation. Oh. So, hmm. so. And then she became hulky and then they go through a fun like training montage. Yeah. You know, that's really nice. Now, they shouldn't could and that's what I liked her. I liked the actress, and we got to see her in human form too when she was, you know, hopefully less distracting. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I, I I like her. I like the idea of the interaction between them. I hope we just see more than just one episode of her and Banner. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a quick glimpse of Tim Roth, uh, who is Abomination from Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. So we know he's going to be in it. Uh, and then we saw a brief fight scene in the courtroom, and that's the one scene that I noticed seemed like it was lacking CGI. And you just see her push the other character kind of off screen. Mm-hmm. And that's supposed to be with Titania, who I'm not super familiar with. Are you a comic guy, Ryan? I'm, I'm not anything. Not a comic yeah, guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not an anything You were, you were guy. skateboard punk. Yeah. Up, so not a, not you guys a, were talking politics earlier, and I was just shaking my head. I was like, yeah, you're not a politics yeah, guy totally. either. People. Ugh. Totally. Yeah. Well, totally. And, you know, yeah. with, your, with, with the amount of stuff you're involved, I don't know if you want us going down the full list, but besides just a, a, a busy job that, you know, supports a, an important part of Tulsa, you know, you're you're connected with Oktoberfest here in town, Blue Whale, of course. Um, the uh, are you still doing the Story Slam? Well, yeah, okay, we do. It so? like it's, well, I, they they branched off on their own, and I branched off on my own. I did more comedy storytelling. Gotcha. Last year. With something called Story Club. Yeah, you got Story Club Tulsa with the Dear Diary show coming up this yeah, weekend. That's, to, that's tonight and tonight. tomorrow. So 
And this won't be the last one of those. No, we're going to do that show a couple of times a year. It's always real fun. Except for uh, this weekend is apparently like the most popular weekend in Tulsa with PGA, uh, mm-hmm. Iron Man, the Brooks and Dunn concert. Nude art show. The nude art show. So, like, I mean. Yeah, this is like, insanely busy weekend. You have 45 choices of something to do in Tulsa. I can't wait to this go to Brooks crazy. and Dunn. I know. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Dude. Here's the deal. If I'd known there was a chance to boot Scoot and Boogie in this town this weekend, I would have canceled all other plans. Did yeah. they do boot Scoot and Boogie? Brooks and Dunn, did they do boot Scoot and Boogie? I don't know that either. Podcast over. Hey, look, you are well aware of my uh, aversion to country music. I, it's the only good country song. Hey, speaking of nude art show, are yes, you going to be naked? Uh, no. Damn it. 18 years I've managed to not, not be naked show is at the gone. nude art show. Oh, man. Yeah. I have considered it. Um, friend of the show, uh, Tom King, has, has... We could, like, dress it up real good so, like, it's, like, unrecognizable, you know? We could throw some really bad CGI on there. We could. We could make it green. Yeah. But once uh, once Tom King got into the burlesque, uh, the boylesque himself, and he's a, he's a great host as well, mm-hmm. but I, I've always wondered, you know... Do I need to do that too? Did he raise the bar so much? Need? I don't know if you need to, but do should? I? Do I secretly no. want to do that too? Not really. Not really I mean, no. I feel like if you're at a nude art show, it's like going into a nudist colony and not dropping your pants. Well, and that's what like, I love about nude is the fact that that it, you make it, that choice. it at it, the very least, you should pre-show give us a nice like. Oh, I'm nude uh, before every show. No, I mean like you make make yourself like a nice uh, uh, penis and testicles Rorschach where you just like dip it in some paint and then put it on a canvas and then where you put that, that on the stage yes. with you and uh, throughout the night you have people sort of tell you what they see oh. in 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 the in the ink block. That's actually a lot like how I date. Is it is when when I get home I, what I you strip see? and then I say what does that look like to you? <laughs> <laughs> and they say is everything a fucking joke with you? Yeah. <laughs> They've normally left by this point. She says syphilis. <laughs> oh, 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 beans. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But uh, but yeah. So Story Club Tulsa, uh, you're doing the Dear Diary show this weekend. Yeah. And, but that's not the only kind of show you guys do. Yeah. Well, we're partner with Blue Well to put that show on and then we do storytelling shows, comedy shows. I mean, it's real fun. I really like this like storytelling as a comic form yeah. has really kind of blown off the last like 5 years and so that's really where I found my market at. It's just, you know, just like finding really funny stories. I'm trying to work on a new show called like um Tulsa Liars Club. Ooh. Uh, where you get up on stage, like I have like five people get up on stage, tell some sort of outlandish fucking story. One of them's absolutely true, the other ones are just made up and funny. And then like the audience decides like who's telling the truth and who's like the best liar out of the group, you know? That sounds so Wouldn't much fun. fun. That would show. be fun. That sounds yeah. so fun. I love that idea. Ob- obviously, if you if you need a couple of a couple of comics, a couple of liars, give, couple a, of give liars. us a shout. I'll tell the truth. You could be the liar. I'll tell the true one. I don't know because yeah, you got to have some truths too. Right? Yeah, I was gonna say I got some crazy truths too, man. I got some weird ass. That's truths. what. That's the thing. You have a crazy truth, and mm-hmm. you tell that fucking story. Nobody believes it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then other people make some bullshit. My twenties were a pretty fucking wild time, you guys. Yeah, wow. a lot of weird shit crazy went stuff. down. Wait, wait, you were dealing drugs in your twenties, and wild stuff happened. Get the fuck out. Bullshit. Yeah, and playing in, in punk bands and no. I, I was ska it. bands, punk bands, ska bands, emo bands, fucking you name it, mm. except country bands. No, mm-hmm. you could have been boot scooting. I was not boot scooting. I was uh, I was toot scooting. <laughs> if you know what I mean, <laughs> catch my drift. I just I, oh oh that was a cocaine cocaine reference. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Get a little yeah. toot, a little toot toot. I was thinking buttholes. I don't know. Why. Oh, like a, like a toot out the butt. Ah, uh, like a butt fart. Um. <laughs> anyway, give me that toot toot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, shit. Um. Well, picket fences. That's fucking rad. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's the shit. Wait, right what's there. white picket fence syndrome? White. Oh, another one from Urban Dictionary. White picket fence syndrome: a state of mind where a person blindly holds on to the idea of their perfect lifestyle regardless of the inevitable life factors that make it impossible for it to be true. So kind of like the way that I still think I'm going to be successful. Oh, I'm sad now. Okay, yeah. 
Ah, beans. Right. Never mind. I just saw that. Makes sense. White picket fence syndrome. Thinking you're going to get the white picket fence. It's yeah. it's at, that's hey, go back to that Carlin uh, that Carlin um, trailer we watched. The American Dream called that because you have to be asleep to believe it. Such yeah. a good line. Classic Carlin. Such line. a great line. We're on Urban Dictionary. I had like a phase uh, where I went through trying to like get stuff in Urban Dictionary coming up. Really with fun shit. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Have you ever looked up your name on Urban Dictionary? Oh, that's a mistake. Like all, like I'll do mine. Hilton. Yeah, okay. let's do a Hilton. Or Hilton. no, sorry, I looked up my last name. An individual most noted for their <laughs> affluence and tendency to eat popcorn with a spoon. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Micromanager. Stupid shit, right there. You're not, gonna, you're not going to want to read this out loud. Oh, that's not a Zampino. That's Donkey Punch. Let's see. That's gross. Yeah, we're not going to. It's gross. No. That's no, gross. That you don't gross. want that to that's be gross. your yeah. thing. Yeah, it's not fun. I don't want that to be a thing. I don't. That, that is. Can that we, is, let's start a petition to change. If you're at home, the Zampino look up on Urban Zampino, Dictionary. Though, on Urban Dictionary. And then sign my petition to make it mean um, doing just fine in the bedroom. <laughs> being incredibly <laughs> handsome and doing just fine in the bedroom. And nice, being very polite, being very, being very, very polite, gracious, and yeah. and and really wanting to make sure that you're going to come too. And yeah. owning a shirt that has nothing to do with Jimmy Buffett. Zero. <laughs> Zero to do with the Buffettster. That's right. This actually, uh, surprisingly enough, came from a hot topic. Hot, hot topic. Hot, hot, hot topic. Hot, hot topic. Hot. Did you, so you bought that at Hot Topic? I did. My were, son picked it up. Were they like, sir, are you lost? No, my son was like, <laughs> you should get that shirt. And I was like, you're right. But was the clerk like, uh, little boy, is this man bothering you? No, this is American capitalism. <laughs> they were like, "Yes, please buy the dumb thing." I just don't. I just don't think you were in hot topic without someone questioning that. Well, you'd be surprised. That's, that's not true, man. You'd be in there. I fit in in, in a hot in topic. Your bad religion tea. That's they'd be right. like, "Sir, did you, you steal in, that tea last time you were here?" You fit in in, in the way that an assistant manager fits in at a hot topic. You know? Sure. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> that's my thing. Is I go in there and I just sort of uh, make like I work there. And then they're all like, oh, shit, are you from corporate? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you're goddamn right I am. I'm Mr. Topic. The store <laughs> should be cleaner. Mr. Oh, yeah, yeah. Topic. Turn some more lights off in here. I can that's almost it. see everything. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. Uh, anyways, my son made a great decision, and this shirt is rad. It's an awesome shirt. Surfing corgis, and one of them is showing you his butthole. Is there a butthole corgi on there? Whoa. Wait, where's the butthole right corgi? Here. Right here. Hey, look at that! He's like, hey, hey, check me out. Look at, my, look at my butt. That's great. He's like, I would, I would, I would not show it to you, but my tail's too short. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> <laughs> Poor little corgi, they just showed their little butts. They're so cute. Corgis are fucking rad. They really They're poor are. little legs, though. They can't really do a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh, found out. So there's certain breeds that are that are really not healthy. Oh, pugs are very pugs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. English bulldogs. English bulldogs. Where that the shape of their face, the smush face, it hurts the where the way they breathe. Yeah. It leads to some severe problems. For sure. I found out there's others too. Uh, you mentioned corgis with those little legs. Another one is dachshunds. Yep. And the little legs, long back thing mm-hmm. is is another one of those like it's physics, man. Yeah, like that's not supposed to be it's bend down in the middle. And then I found that there are some dogs that the shape of their skull inhibits their brain so they have like headaches all the time oh do you know the uh cavalier king charles spaniels you guys familiar with those no no it's a long name i don't know things they uh (laughs) this is the type of dog uh uh, you know that sometimes you don't have to may have headaches its entire life damn that would suck uh there's chihuahuas that have a skull that's a little too small for Mm -hmm. their brain and that's why they're so aggressive they're just having a miserable fucking time they're mad all the time because they got a headache because they got a headache so if you got a chihuahua, maybe give them some doggy CBD or something. I, well, and I think you got to make sure you're not buying from breeders. We got oh, to discourage sure. breeding. Absolutely, we do. We got to stop, put a stop to that. So you got to go to um, the shelters and get a dog that's already been born. Rescue and, dog. And rescue dog. Or get a rescue. So I guess that's it's right. my, my PSA for the people. And, uh, you know, like Bob Barker always said, help control the pet population. Spay and neuter. neuter. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that at home. Like that little message is ingrained into my brain. You cannot do that at home. <laughs> I mean, a pair, of, a pair of fiskers? You're going to uh, violate several different ordinances and laws. Well, um, it's like yeah. it's like drilling. You have to call the electric company first to make sure there's no buried lines in your dog's nuts. <laughs> uh, I just got a phone call. From Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. It's been a while. Thank you. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's been uh, 
I uh, every year I've not been with State Farm Insurance in eight years, probably. Yeah. They call me every year about ten days before my birthday and wish me a happy birthday. Fuck yeah, you're still on the list. It's so wild to me, and I'm like, after how many years? Like, there's the voicemail. Let's let's check it out, shall we? Uh, give me a little filler. Um, so here's the does deal. Your, does your old insurance company call you? I, no, but I had a random one actually call me this week, too. It must be insurance week. Uh, I had a guy from Farmers call me and was like, I'm ready to quote you. And I'm like, all right. In a magazine? Yeah. No, in a, no. Uh, give me a quote for insurance. Not... Oh, it's for my dad. Yeah, yeah. for Randy. For Randy. His birthday's on Sunday. Oh, so they, they just had the wrong number for Randy. That's so funny. That's you know, fantastic. I bet uh, they're gonna call me again in three days. I like, so you get two happy birthday wishes. That's pretty great, dude. Well, I'm gonna have to let my dad know that State Farm wants him to have a happy birthday. <laughs> I think the um, what if your dad like he signed up for insurance and they were like, all right, and we're gonna need your number, sir, and he's like, oh, I don't want you calling me, and then he gave him your number instead. Oh, like I'll tell the- you what, if that's the case. Then I'm going to owe my dad a swift kick in the nuts. <laughs> like he writes down your number for He's all like, hey, of his. Like, sucker. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that would be pretty hilarious. That would be funny. I wouldn't be too mad because I'd be like, hey, good on you. That's that's funny. That is, yeah. It's one of those things where if it's funny enough, I'm not mad. I can't be mad. He gave him mad. their real. He gave him their real, his real birthday, right? And probably some social security numbers, but a fake. But phone fake number. phone number. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. He's like, look, you can have my info. I just don't want you to call me. <laughs> Who likes getting phone calls? I don't think anybody does. Anyways, happy birthday from State Farm, everybody. Today's episode brought to you by State Farm, the insurance company that will not give up. (laughs) I'm just still not over you. You know, I think we're with State Farm, and they've never fucking called me. Never once? Not once. you got to leave them. They already got you. Yeah, they already they, got. They don't need they to take call. you for granted. Oh, yeah, so it, maybe I gotta leave, and then they'll start calling me happy it, birthday. It's like Jake it's like finally, dating. Yeah. Jake will finally fucking come around. Once yep. they think there's a chance they're gonna lose you, you will see them start to call you. That's mm. wait, wait, wait! No, no, no! I love you! I love no, you! No, 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 no! no, no. I'm sorry, I've been so distant. Tell them you've been hanging out with another insurance company. Oof! You know, I've been jealous. hanging out with Flo lately, and she's. Got a lot of good ideas. Yeah, I mean, she's so progressive in what she does. You know, I know, and I know we're joking, but here's the deal. So I got the call from the <laughs> farmer's guy, and he sent me a quote, and I immediately just called my people and was like, here's my new quote from farmers. Can you match this? Nice. So now I've got them kind of going back and forth. Nice. Yeah, it's, make uh, them fight over you. Yeah. yeah. That's so. that's the American dream right there, uh-huh. is making corporations fight over your, your, your money. Your business, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, free market capitalism, baby. <laughs> kind of excited it's about it. It's my favorite. So. I mean, you know, if there's a little way to exploit the pieces of shit that are the insurance companies, uh, yeah, make them fight over you. Right. Anyways, Speaking what else? Speaking of pieces of shit. Well. So Marvel has purchased the rights to the likeness of Stan Lee. Are you saying Stan Lee was a piece of shit? For the next 20 years. I may be saying Marvel is a piece oh, of oh, shit. Oh, okay. Just as shocking. Gosh, I was... I was Although I in was... his early years, let's let's not mince words, Stan Lee, bit of a piece of shit. Okay. Uh, the beloved Stan Lee, who you have a ton of respect for, created some of the most enduring characters of all time, also loved to take credit for things that weren't necessarily his. Ah, uh, yeah. So, But, mm. you know, listen, he was a, a young go-getter. Sometimes you make mistakes. But Marvel, an, an, another another American thing. I love the American dream. Stepping on people to make your way up. Carl right. is right. Marvel has bought the rights to the likeness of Stan Lee for the next twenty years from the Stan Lee Company, a company that Stan started after his outs with Marvel during the nineties. And this does mean that Marvel could feasibly, possibly, theoretically, continue to put Stan Lee cameos in its films. Obviously, these would be CGI, deep fake, or uh, would they be voiced by? Using old footage. people? Okay. Um, possibly including old dialogue or possibly deep fakes new dialogue, which, you know. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't like it. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Cool. It worries me. It, it worries me to think about <laughs> uh, uh, the idea of, of using someone's image after they're dead. Or while they're still alive. Uh, look at uh, Back to the Future 2 and the Crispin Glover thing. Yeah. Yeah. Where he he wasn't he didn't sign on to be in it and they used his likeness without his permission because he was in the first one. Because they used the old footage, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh and then another actor to play the the future him. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. 
and it, there was a big stink about it. But mm. but at least he's still alive to fight that fight. And, That's fair. And, and, and he has gone on record to say that he did not approve that and was not a fan of that. Stanley no longer with us. Uh, so you don't. Would you guys be okay with 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 your your yourselves? Being oh hell no! After your death, I, I don't personally care. I'm dead. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's hard know. to care if you're if you're dead, but uh, I mean, and I guess it depends on what it is. Well, and oh, so now here's another angle. Um, there, there's a, a, a philosophical question that's asked, a very depressing one about, have you ever considered the fact that there will be one day where someone will mention your name for the last time? Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah and, that's and fun. Eventually, all of us die, and eventually our legacy lives on for a certain period of time, but then eventually... When they die. Many of us have forgotten. Yeah. But now, obvi- and obviously, Stan Lee is going to have a much longer life than your average Joe Blow on the street because of his creations because of how prominent he was in pop culture mm-hmm. and and of course the comic industry but one day same deal but i have a good solution to that love a solution love it so what you do is uh save up your money before you die build like a huge monument to yourself somewhere that describes you as like a god on earth that was worshipped by millions uh-huh and in like a hundred thousand years when archaeologists dig it up they're like, holy shit, this, this guy, guy was, was super prophecy, important. yeah. Like, and then they're like, wow, this is amazing. And you also got to, right after you build it, you got to make sure that you that it gets somehow uh, approved for like historical status, so nobody yeah. fucks with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, you got to so get it that has to protected. Stay that protection, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that. That's anyway. good. But yeah, good for Stanley for living on, or bad for Stanley for living on. Definitely something. For Stanley, I, I feel one way or the other. I, I'm absolutely. <laughs> I'm for against it. I probably have an opinion about this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of Crispin Glover, I just saw the other day his Willy Wonka video. What? What? No. Oh, you should type that in. Crispin right. Glover is Willy Wonka. What a what a what a sublimely weird person Crispin Glover is. Yeah. I like that I typed Crispin Glover will and thought it would automatically fill in the rest. And no, because he does happen to have a film called Willard. Willard. Oh, it was part of Epic Movie? Is that what it was? Oh, huh. see if you can see yeah, like a little trailer. There there you go. Town, he's Willie. Oh, that's in that's in Russian. Is it though? Well, I mean the, the writing description, works. yeah, Cyrillic. Oh, I, uh, I turned off the uh, the sound because my computer was making those. Billy's strange and freaky. He's Billy. He's Billy. He's mother effing freaky. Well, the song is great. Yes. Oh, here he is. Crispin Glover, Willy Wonka. It looks very much like the Johnny, the Johnny Depp. Depp. Yeah. Yeah. Much based on that. Oh, because this was Epic Movie, which was a parody of other movies, I suppose. What the fuck? Jump ahead a little bit. More dancing. It's just Crispin Glover dancing. Fantastic. I don't know if he has any lines. Well, it is uh, definitely the stuff of nightmares, so that's that's great. It's he kind of like, looks like the Joker. Um, who is the new Joker? Uh, the, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker? Yeah, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker yeah. a little bit. <laughs> I do like how they, they, they've used uh, several um, little people to... Uh, vertically challenged. I'm so sorry that I, I'm not off the top of my head knowing the correct descriptor. But uh, as opposed to just using like Deep Roy 40 times like they did in the Johnny Depp movie. Are you okay, Mike? I, I feel like I you... found that deeply disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was bad. I'm glad I could bring that. <laughs> that made me incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. But uh, it seemed like a lot of uh, uh, little actors got a chance to be a part of that. So I'm glad to see that they got work. That was good. Um, oh, but. But in that same terrible way that they always get work, where it's like... Oh, it's absolutely exploiting them in some fashion or another. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Uh, Crispin Glover's fucking weird. He's he's weird as hell, but fun. (laughs) All right. Could you imagine, imagine, like, having dinner one-on-one 
with Crispin Glover. Every interview I've ever seen with him suggests that you should not speak to him ever. It's, he exactly. seems mildly terrifying. Whoa. <laughs> he seems <laughs> like he's quite on edge at all times. Just pick some plugs? Yeah, let's do it. So picks and plugs segment of the show where we talk about stuff that we're into, things that we're uh, reading, watching, whatever that we want to recommend to other people, and then just promote any other uh, things that are happening. Uh, I'll go first. We've got the Starlight Comedy Night coming up next month, the second Friday in June. I believe it's June 10th. Uh, I'm going to look real quick. Uh, it sure is June 10th. Uh, we've got uh, Trevor Carrion will be headlining the show for sure, and there are definitely other comedians as well. So keep an eye out for the poster. <laughs> on a comedy show? Shit. for that. Well, 100%. We keep booking comics on our comedy show. It's a good thing to do. It yeah, is. It's a good thing to do. Uh, pick? Uh, pick. Uh, check out The Marvelous Miss Maisel on Amazon Prime. Are you watching that? I am. I'm excited to start season two. I'm definitely behind because that is my way. Uh, but uh, if you want to see a fun story about a young woman getting involved in comedy in the, uh, what is it, probably the 1950s, I wasn't mm-hmm. it, 1960s, right around there, uh, it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, another one about uh, uh, women in comedy, Hacks, on HBO. Season two just started. With Gene Smart, That's, right? Yeah, it's a very good show. I'm really into that one. Um, also been um, uh, uh, Flight Attendant season two started. That's another one. Have you, have you watched any of that one? That's a good show. Uh, another uh, that was a Max show, so it's on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Um, with Haley Kaylee Cuoco, Kaylee Cuoco, 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 I know. Um, and yeah, a bunch of other people. That one's really good. Uh, of course, we already talked about Staircase uh, last week. Um, oh, new Coheed uh, track dropped a couple days ago called Comatose. Good stuff. Uh, the new album's right around the corner, so uh, very excited for that. And uh, yeah, no plugs. So, Ryan, what do you got? Big, uh, big blue whale comedy festival. And do we have uh, dates yet? Yeah, it's like August twenty seventh through the 29th. somewhere in there. We're still uh, figuring out our schedule, but we'll have probably ten shows. Two major headliners at Canes. Wonderful. Um, a lot of fly-in talent from you know that you'll recognize from all of their comedy work. And then comic submissions are open until July one. Blue so. whale comedy fest. Dot com. Not, not festival. Not, not, not festival. Just Blue Whale Comedy Fest. We have the we have uh, Blue Whale Comedy Festival dot com too, but we forgot the login info for the website. Fair. And we can't get back and back into it. Hey man. <laughs> Sometimes it'd be like that. So now it's Blue Whale Comedy Fest. The important thing to remember is that this kept us safe. Well, yeah. and what I do like uh, too, uh, I didn't know that, and I just sur- I just Googled it. Yeah. And, and the, the new site comes up first. Good. So, so you're already Thanks, at the point Google. where Google's got it figured out. They know which yeah. one to show, which yeah, is great. Yeah, that's really They're smart over there at Google. It's and you know, uh, you know, when 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 that's kind of the, the challenge of our digital age is sometimes you gotta move stuff around to new sites, to new pages. So you kinda hope that the algorithm gets it and, and yeah. gets it right. Mm-hmm. Any uh picks, anything you've been into lately? Uh, just, you know, COVID made me read like a fuck ton of books. Okay. Any good ones? Yeah. I got really into Jeff Shera who does like historical fictions. Okay. Like, he did all the civil war ones where awesome. like, you know, writes it from like the story of a narrative. Okay. Amazing stuff. And now I feel smarter about the civil war. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Like I'm all like, I know what happened. Ironically from, named from the historical war. fiction. Yeah. Well, from historical I, fiction. I like that. Yeah. The most ironically named war. Yeah. 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 So good shit. Nice. Sorry, I don't. Uh, I know it's gonna sound bad, but I don't follow. Like I don't. I don't know. Like, we don't either. Oh, that's yeah, kind we, of yeah, our whole appeal. Not, that's yeah. Is yeah, we yeah, talk yeah. about it, but we don't know anything. Oh yeah. So I got shitty opinions about things. Exactly. Yeah, it's right yeah. there in the title. We have opinions, but we we've uh, based them on nothing. Literally nothing. <laughs> but Th- we're experts. Thanks for joining us for that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Appreciate it. And uh, yeah, don't forget bluewellcomedyfest.com. Uh, We'll see you at the end of August, and uh, we'll also see you next week. Take it from me.